Easter is over. So now what? Sometimes after the Easter service, there tends to be a letdown. Well, we're going to talk about four things you can do to keep the momentum going next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello, everyone. It's a Church Solutions Podcast, episode number 379. Seems like we've been in the 370s for like the last uh, two weeks. The last yeah, eight stuck episodes. Stuck in the 70s. I'm going to have to get my bell bottoms out and, uh, you know, my uh, big lapel uh, suit. And uh, anyway. Yeah. I like the long collars and the silk shirts was my, yeah. my thing. Man. Oh, yeah. Some gold chains and a big medallion. Oh, yeah. 70s, baby. Somebody posted a picture of me. <laughs> I, I, I did a wedding you know, 40 some years ago and, and somebody posted something on Facebook. I'm surprised a couple still together. <laughs> and, um, uh, uh, I had that, that kind of a suit on, I had the, 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 the collars and everything. And yeah, I looked like, I looked like I was in the seventies because I, I like was. your, your reference there, Mike. I heard the, Oh yeah, baby. What is it? Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so much for the 1970s. Uh, uh, welcome, everyone. We're glad you're here to our Church Solutions podcast. Uh, my name is Phil Thompson. I'm Steve Lacey. I'm Michael Gray. All right. Well, the three of us are here again, the uh, the, the human version of the Trinity here. And uh, will that offend somebody? It probably will. Uh, so, look, it's after Guess Easter. Guess spot? <laughs> yeah. So, look, it's after it's Easter. It's more like the Three Stooges. All right. So, uh, oh, by the way, uh, we did a excellent webinar. So our company is starting to do webinars every month. We've, we've done webinars for years, but not every month. So we did a what I thought was an excellent webinar. I think we all agree to that. And it was on chat GPT. We just did this yesterday and uh, it was on AI chat GPT. Kenny Jong was our guest and uh, it's a great webinar and he, he goes through a lot of material in 30 minutes and then there's about 25 minutes of Q&A and that is available now. Uh, how can people get this recorded version, Michael? Thank do you, do you did somebody tell me how to get the, the webinar? Streamingchurch.tv slash webinar. So it's the, there? It's actually the recording there. is there. Yes. Okay. That's right. It is. You did that. So streaming that church. Yesterday. Yeah. Streamingchurch.tv slash webinar and uh you can watch that for free uh it's really it was i thought it was really good and if you're anyone over how to use the chat gpt and ai in your live streaming yeah some cool examples really cool examples yeah it's and it was specifically live streaming but it it, there's more to it and he he touched on some of that later so you can use so anyhow regardless of what your opinion is on chat gpt or this ai stuff going on uh, i'd encourage you to to watch this webinar and uh, see what you think about it Uh, we were amazed so anyhow that's we got another webinar coming up uh which will be may 16th and i don't think we have can people sign up for that now or they got to wait uh Uh, time this is done maybe by tomorrow okay so we're we're getting darn close so we got a webinar 
Go ahead, Steve. What yeah, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday the twelfth. So yes, if it by the time it airs, though, you probably okay. can sign up. All right. Webinar dot webinar Yeah, and that webinar is going to be on what? What's the title? We we again are just going over these titles. This is a zoo in here. But go ahead, tell, somebody tell me the title, the current title that we have until we change. Why it. should I choose a software encoder like VMix? And we have a special guest from VMix, Heath Barker, yeah. is going to be. And that's and trust me, folks, this was hard to do because uh, he's like 17 hours ahead of us. And so because they're in Australia. So so anyhow, if you're interested in software encoders for streaming and vMix specifically, it's not a vMix commercial, but but we will have him talk yeah. about vMix and some of the features they have as well as software encoders. So that's going to be May 16th. So mark your calendars for that or just go and sign up at uh, whatever that was webinar.streamingchurch.tv. So, all right. All right. Enough business for now. Uh, so Easter's over and we have a blog. Is it? Well, well. Did I miss it? Well, some, some, uh, some religions celebrate Easter. Is it next week? Greek Orthodox this know. weekend, this weekend. Come yeah, so if, if you're Greek Orthodox, like I am, uh, I'm not, I'm just kidding. But if you're Greek Orthodox or some other Orthodox, yeah, Easter's still coming up. So, you know. Uh, so it is over. Uh, did any of us go to any service? Uh, never mind. So uh, what we thought we'd talk about today, did you actually go to an Easter service, Mike? You did. I did. You did? Where'd you go? I got an early start and went on Saturday. Oh, that's right. You go to so did I. I was the actual in. Sabbath on Saturday. You go to that church that, that does things on Saturdays. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're a Seventh-day Adventist, right? So, No, uh, not quite, but uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Look, uh, we're talking about what now. So we're now what, I guess, is what it is. Easter is over. So the blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv, in case you don't have enough domains to memorize. Uh, Easter is over. Now what? So we thought we'd talk a little bit about Easter and what happens after Easter. And look, and all of us know this. That, you know, Easter is kind of like we work hard to have a great Easter presentation. And hopefully everybody, you know, listening here, your service went well and everything went well. Uh, but then usually in, in, in typical fashion, many times after Easter, there's this letdown, right? Because, okay, you had the big Easter shindig and, and now it's over and everybody's tired. And, and then usually, in some cases, not all cases, but in many cases, the next service you have Tendence is usually lower and, you know, the energy may not be as high. So we thought we would talk a little bit about what you do now after the Easter service. Does that sound like a plan, guys? Yeah, sounds like okay. a plan. Glad to hear that. So you had a lot of momentum working up to Easter. How do you keep the church momentum going? So I've got four ideas here and we may do more than four. And, and I tried to try to I don't know who does this. I don't know if, if I got this from Jeff Love or from. Rick Warren, but I tried to kind of make these four points rhyme or something, I guess. I don't know. This is kind of dumb, but we'll, we'll, it works. <laughs> it works until the last one. The last one's a little weird, but we'll get into that. Yeah. 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 So stay tuned for that. So the first point is what do you do now? So the first point I would suggest, and I'll see if you gentlemen agree with me, is evaluation. That's the first point. So after the Easter service, evaluation, you should be doing that right now, if not sooner. Uh, the best plan, the best time to plan for the next Easter service is right after Easter. 
And so, you know, you want to do that because the experience is still fresh in your mind and uh, the things that went well and the things that didn't go well and all those things. Maybe do a debriefing with your staff, with your volunteers, right? Yes. I mean, it's uh, it's the it could be the postmortem or the postgame, uh, you know. Yeah. What went well? What, 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 well, what, what didn't go so well? What yeah. bombed? Yeah. <laughs> I did this with the church and they, they thought I was from Mars when I said we need to do a debriefing. And I was like, well, what do we do that for? But yeah. So you really need to think about how it went, what went well, what didn't go well. And, and you can use that, take your notes and use that. And by the way, take notes and put them somewhere where you know where they're at. I don't know, Google Docs or somewhere. Because when the next time rolls around, you're getting ready for the next Easter service. And you can do this for anything, right? Christmas or whatever. You know, have those notes around so you can look at them. Because somebody will say, well, what, what, what did we do last year? I don't remember. And uh, did that go well? well know, somebody said it went well. Somebody said it yeah. didn't. So, and yeah. And if you didn't write it down, there's no way you'd know to, that, oh, we yeah. need to make sure that the staff parks off-site and we run a shuttle or we, right. you know, because then you go, oh, my gosh, we did this last year and we're repeating our mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever it may be. So evaluate the church's Easter experience. You know, that includes your service times, your order of worship. How did that go? Your parking, as you mentioned, Steve, uh, your guest reception, uh how was the response to the message? You know, how was the follow up, which we'll get to in a moment? Uh, decide what you want to keep. Decide what you don't want to keep. Decide what you want to add, de de you know, subtract, add, whatever. So all that stuff is real important. You, you really need to do that. And you're talking to some guys right now that have been in on this and we know how important this all is. So I encourage you to do that. Yeah, it takes time. You're tired, but you should still do it. You know. Yeah, I can't tell you how frustrating it is to get to next Easter and make the some, same dumb mistakes you did last <laughs> Easter because you didn't write it down and talk to the team about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, we did that badly last year. Yeah, you're probably going to get the same person that came that one Easter last year. They come again this year. This time, and they go, oh, my gosh, they did that again. Yeah, it's the one time a year they come to church, Christmas and Easter, Christers, and you bombed again. Oh, these guys yeah. got to get their act together. Huh? They can't even run a good Easter service. Did you guys see the Babylon Bee posting about Christers? I didn't. Oh, it was just, they said, uh, those that attended Easter are amazed how different the church looks without the Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That is good. They're funny. All right. So evaluation, that's the first point you want to do here now after Easter is over. The next point is connection. So evaluation, connection, get the T-I-O-N at the end. Uh, so this is really important. Follow up, follow up with your Easter attenders immediately. You need to do this as soon as possible and help them take their next spiritual steps. Uh, you know, as, as, as Mike just alluded to here, you know, Easter sometimes is more of a cultural holiday like Christmas. Uh, it comes and it goes, but you should, you should really assume that many people do come to your church on Easter Sunday because they do care about their spiritual lives. They care about their family's spiritual lives, their kids' spiritual lives. And so uh, you want to help your church help people grow spiritually by connecting with them and really, it's best to do this as soon as possible while it's fresh on their mind. And uh, so 
I know that there's people out there and, and that, that will say, well, you know, if, if people want to come back to this church, they'll come back. You know, if people, if God wants them to come back, they'll come back. And, uh, you know, there may be some truth to that, but I just think with so much competition out there today, competing for people's times, uh, competing for people's weekends, there's all sorts yeah. of stuff out there, right? And I think you want to design your service, your Easter service, so that it is it makes it easier for these connections. Um, do I mean plan things in so that it makes it more natural to follow up with them? It may be you know we're going to talk about um, promotion and follow up kind of things, but uh, just. You know, when they come, this is your one opportunity. If they got that guy that came on Christmas and now they're coming on Easter, you want to make sure that the 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 service is set up so that it's promoting what's going on for the next service and and or opportunities to you know get connected and get involved and kind of design your service so that it's there's a natural follow up process for it. Yeah, I would say. And Mike, feel free to jump in here, but I, I, you don't want to bug people. I mean, you know, we all know we work with different companies out there and uh, we'll just get email after email after email after email, you know, yeah. wanting us to do yeah. something. And I'm not saying you do that, uh, yeah. but you do want to reach out to people at least a couple times or more, uh, space it out a little bit, reach out to them, connect with them as much as at least show that you're open and that you, you know, would love to have them come back. We'd love to address a need that they might have, uh, a prayer request. It's always good to put, hey, you know, thanks for coming. Do you have a prayer request? We would love to pray for you. We will be confidential in it. Don't worry. But we would be happy to try to help you any way that we can. That's all part of connecting with people. Yeah. And you need to be intentional. In my opinion, you've got to be intentional and just not, not just hope that they come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail. And yeah. <clears throat> uh, we were pretty big on it, and I saw that they are continuing to do that. Uh, they were doing our my church, home church is doing a two week delayed big family event gathering, free food, jumping castles, you know, all the bells and whistles of a good time for a family. Um, and so they made that invite on Easter, but if you didn't make that invite, you can contact everybody after the fact, if you have a connection card and gathered information, and then you can say, Hey, come check this out. It's going to be awesome. And you're not going to want to miss this. Right. So I was kind of talking about making it easy to form those connections. Like, wow, we got this going on. It's going to be just in two weeks and your kids that came, this is going to be a blast. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's so important to do that. And, you know, I mean, I, I can think of only really I'm sure there's other churches out there. But but I remember there was a church that started here in the uh, I guess it was the mid 80s Calvary Chapel of Tucson and uh, great people over there. But they started small. I, I don't know what they did. I don't think they did anything, but they had a lot of youth. They had a lot of young people involved right away. And uh, they used the radio station I work for for a lot of advertising and promotion there. 
And that's probably all they did. They're the only church I know of that really didn't do much and still grew. <laughs> and I think the chemistry was there. I just think the the right pastor was there. The, the age was there. The youth group was there. The young people, you know, that worked. But for most of us that do church work, we have to reach out and we have to make some effort to connect with people. And uh, I just think it's so important to do that. So, so you want to have evaluation after your Easter service. Uh, honestly, I think you should have evaluation every week on whatever it is you're doing, in my opinion. Uh, yep. Even if it's not a special holiday. but And then connection, you know, especially for Easter. You want to connect with these people. All right, shall we move on? Have we beaten this one? Beat it thoroughly. All right. <laughs> so the next one is promotion, right? So so okay. notice the pattern. I hit on here. it already. Yeah, well, you did, but that's okay. The pattern here, evaluation, connection, promotion. So mm -hmm. uh, you do want to invite people to, to upcoming sermon series you've got coming up. Uh, you want to get your church out there and social media yes i mentioned it again social media uh, your website needs to be up to date so maybe you did a great <laughs> job yeah. right am i right you, you find let's you go got... back it's it hasn't been updated since the 70s since we were talking about the 70s earlier <laughs> well well maybe you did a good job getting your easter stuff out there on the website you you, you worked yes. hard you got the easter promotion out there hey easter come see us we got two services but then you forget about it and then yeah. next week, Easter's still yeah. up there. <laughs> we're all we're all just falling down and tired and wore out and say, okay, we're done until next Easter. Uh, nope, nope, not well, done. And, you know, we, we're in the business here. We, you know, we do streaming video and other things. And, and we, we all here in this Zoom call, in this podcast, we've all been to some churches' websites and they've got material that's been up there for like a year or two. It's yeah. dated. And yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, man, you know, how can you do this? You know, I mean. Well, and, yeah, uh, first of all, I probably I try to avoid putting that kind of content on the website in the first place, unless it's a calendar or something like that that moves forward. Uh, dated material, you know, you can kind of hide that behind the scenes and not even link to it and say, OK, all you social media people click here to get more information about this event. Yeah, but you, you don't you want to put something like something big like Easter or Christmas? Don't you want to have something on the website that says, you know, Easter Maybe. is coming up? I don't know. Maybe it's kind of a, a flip of a coin in that where do you want to drive that traffic to? And do you want it on your homepage to distract from your regular visitors coming to the page, et cetera? Mm -hmm. that, it, it's definitely a... Uh, what's your what's your strategy? Uh, build it around your strategy, and it may or may not be a fit for you. Well, that's a key word, strategy, right? Most many, <laughs> I don't want to say most, but many ministries don't have much of a strategy, especially when it comes to yeah. you know uh, yeah. promoting what they're trying to do. Right. And, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so promotion. You know, promote what you've got going on. You know, this is hey, again, you know. Go ahead. Sorry, Phil. Go ahead, Steve. Bill, I, I was somebody. I, I'm just another way to put this is give them a, an excuse to come back is kind of what this yes. is all about. Yes. You know, people are coming to church. Let's make sure that you have some excuse for them to come back. So whatever that may be, jumping castles or whatever, you know, whatever the thing that may be the promotion opportunity 
for the for the next time, just create something during the Easter service or something that's on the sidelines of the Easter service that people it's very visible that people see when they're there that uh, that something's going to happen here. It's you know it's not just once twice a year. Something's going on all the time, and you can be a part of it. And this is something you don't want to miss out on. Another big weekend that follows Easter that has really begun to take some more uh, momentum, take on some more momentum, is Mother's Day. Uh, people, churches have discovered that if a mom asks, their kids most likely will come to church with them on Mother's Day. And so it's another one that you could begin to market and say, hey, listen, I'm so glad you came to Easter. You are not going to believe what we're going to do for Mother's Day. You're, you're not going to want to miss it. You're going to want to be here. Moms, you are so going to want to be here, and you're going to want to invite all of your family to this great Mother's Day event that we have coming up. Yeah, That's a good point. And the same for Father's Day. Not. <laughs> no, that's the opposite. That's the opposite. It's the it? reverse. It's uh, like... Fathers choose to do other things on Father's Day versus church. And I'm not dogging all guys, but a lot of guys, the tendency is that for our church, that was the lowest weekend of the year was Father's Day. So we knew that and planned around it uh, to try to counterbalance that, but... So what do you do with that? I mean, that, that was the same. I've, I've experienced that the same. So do you do you just go with the flow and go? Ah, it's going to be a small Sunday, or it's going to be a low turnout, or or do you try to do you try to beef it up? I mean, are you going against the grain by trying to beef it up because you know it's Father's Day and most of these yep. guys are want to go did. fishing? We did successfully. I don't know if you remember or if it was in your framework, Phil, but we did <laughs> at the movies then. We launched oh, right. at the movies at that's Father's right. Day every year. Right. Yeah. And guess what? Dads like to go to movies, and they're into it. And so because of that, we had, we, we had we shifted our lowest weekend of the year back to one of our biggest weekends of the year with that at the movies, yeah. drawing dad in and talking about, you know, Star Wars or, you know, whatever it was that was really going to hook them in and get them to come with the family and enjoy a fun experience. That, I forgot all about that. That That's a very good point. Uh, and and uh, in case people listening to this podcast don't know what we're talking about, and this has been going on for a long time. A lot of churches are doing this now, but in case you don't know, uh, at the movies is something, I don't know if Life Church started this. Actually, I'm not sure they did. They did. Well, a friend of mine said that their church was doing it in the 90s. But anyhow, long okay. story short, you're taking clips. You're usually taking movie clips and you're running a clip and then you're, you're you know, how you might normally take a scripture and expound on that scripture. You take a, a movie clip and then you kind of expound on the movie clip where there's a biblical background or something you can tie yeah. into it that yeah, has yeah. A, that has a message. Uh, uh, that's my best way to explain it, which is probably poor. Well, but you know, from that has developed a couple websites that will actually give you biblical paradigms right. based on specific clips. So you're saying, right. you know, how do we deal with anger? There's a list of clips from movies that that yeah. says. You know, here here's how you do, here's what the Bible says about dealing with anger. That's right. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, anyhow, but yeah, uh, 
Yeah, so you can get creative, whatever low Sunday you might be having or whatever, you can get creative here, as Mike just brought up, and probably bring it up. All right, so we're running out of time here, unbelievable. But uh, so we've no. gone through uh, evaluation after Easter, connection after Easter, promotion. And here's the next one, gratification. <laughs> so we want to thank all the people who made Easter happen. Well, That's what I, could, yeah. could, could you probably change that to appreciation? Oh, <laughs> let me make the edit. I can make the edit on the blog right yes, now. Yes, you can. Gratification. Yes. Appreciation. That's actually good. That's actually good. Uh, yeah. So uh, I use the word gratification, and before we did this podcast, we were all like, "Is that a word? Is that what? What context is that in?" But uh, so, so yeah, evaluation, connection, promotion, appreciation. So. The bottom line here as we wrap up is don't forget to thank all the people that helped make your Easter weekend happen. And we're talking many of the people behind the scenes, right? The people yeah. that helped yeah. with uh, ushering and, and parking maybe and, and helping families find the bathrooms and with the kids ministry because usually Easter, you know, is usually pretty big turnout for children and so you got a lot of people, right? If you had snacks or something, if you had uh, different things going on, uh, really take some time to show appreciation uh, to those people uh, because uh, they deserve it. And they're the ones that make things happen. So, uh, you know, you could do you can do that lots of ways. I mean, you can you can do it in emails. You can do it. Personal personal thank you notes are always good. Um you can even write a blog about it. Uh, so I would try to make it personal. I don't know if I put this in the blog that I wrote, but uh, when you ex express your gratification or appreciation, uh, try to get as personal as you can with the people that helped. You know, uh, a little note or a little thank you note will make a big difference in somebody's life. And, and chances are they'll be around next year to help you with your next event. Yeah. So, There's that. Um... My sister-in-law was just had a great idea a few weeks ago, and it was just had to do right along these lines about expressing appreciation for actually her husband, which is my brother, which has, he's been having a really rough time as a, a serious illness. And uh, she said, don't call him, don't text him, send him a card or write him a letter. And so she wanted me to, gather up friends and family to to give the sneak uh, instructions to send uh, a card or a letter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it means so much more, I think, just having a personal letter. And he, he went and reciprocated on me and sent me a letter. I haven't gotten a letter in the mail <laughs> in I don't know how long. But, uh, yeah, a personal note is uh, is always an added touch. Yeah, and, you know, we talk so much about digital stuff, but, you know, people still read their mail. I mean, if, you know, they, they still get mail, and, mm -hmm. and they, they will read it if it's personal. So uh, maybe not read all their mail, but if it's personal, they'll get it. So a personal letter would be, or personal card would be very helpful. All right, good. We're done. We hope you had a great Easter. We hope everybody had a good Easter, and we hope that you are able to follow up with some of these things and, and help these new people connect, and even some people that maybe have been around for a while, help them go a little deeper in their walk with God and their spiritual walk, and that's kind of what we try to do here. We're a tech company, but we've all been involved in ministry, so we really want to help 
everybody in different aspects of ministry because we've had experience in it. So uh, we appreciate your time today. And look, uh, subscribe to the Church Solutions Podcast. If you have not subscribed, uh, give us a rating and uh, you'll never miss one. And if we can help you in any way, please reach out to us. Support at streamingchurch.tv. On behalf of Steve Lacey and Michael Gray here, I'm Phil Thompson. Have yourself a great day.